Today's episode is brought to you by Bloody Buddy. Yep, that's right. We're going to talk about menstrual cups. Have you ever tried a menstrual cup? Well, I have. I'm here to say that I have. And I love it. I love my Bloody Buddy cup. The Bloody Buddy cup is a reusable menstrual cup that uses the highest grade of medical silicone. It's easy to insert, easy to remove, and completely comfortable. Although there have been a few pregnancies in between, I've been using the Bloody Buddy cup for about like three years now, and it has given me period freedom. It's changed my life completely. And you might be thinking, Mary, that sounds like super dramatic. That sounds like you're exaggerating. No, it is completely life-changing to have your period and not be thinking about it. It's completely life-changing to have your period and not have to run to the bathroom every three hours to change a pad or a tampon. Unlike pads and tampons you have to change once every three to four hours, you can keep your bloody buddy in for up to 12 hours. So not only will you be saving yourself so much time by not excusing yourself all day to go change your pad or your tampon and so much money by not having to run to the store every month to go grab whatever you need, you'll also be doing the environment a serious solid by cutting down on all that waste because your bloody buddy can be used for 10 freaking years. 10 years. And if you've tried other cups in the past and had some issues with them, we'll have no fear. The Bloody Buddy Cup is different, I promise you. It is perfect for beginners as well as seasoned menstrual cup users. What makes the Bloody Buddy Cup different from all the other cups on the market is it's easy to open design. It has patent pending, wavy grips at the bottom, a pincher bulb at the bottom of the cup to help you with, you know, easy removal when it comes time to change your cup out. And of course, it comes in a bunch of super cute colors, which is, you know, very important, very important for a menstrual cup. So go to bloodybuddycup.com, use their size guide, pick out a cute color for your cup, and enjoy the period freedom. And you can use our code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase. Again, that's code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase at bloodybuddycup.com. All right, now enjoy the show. Hello. Hi. Welcome to tonight's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I am not going to do an intro like I normally do because it's just me. Well, it's not just me. It's me and my emotional support husband, Alex. Um, and we're just here to to tell it to you straight, to give you the news, to talk about everything that happened last week. There was a lot. And not only are we going to talk about everything that happened last week, we are going to do a little gift guide, which is something that I thought would be fun a couple weeks ago. And then I was like, hey, Mary, you know what would be cool if you like went full-blown influencer and like tried to get codes and whatnot. So I did. This is going to be influencing at the highest level podcast-wise. Um, but first we will talk about, you know, pop culture stuff, but I guess I could allow Alex to say hi at this point. Alex, hello. Hello. Good to be back here again Alex on is, this podcast. Alex is, <laughs> as opposed to like the other podcasts. I'm so yeah, mean I've, to you on here unintentionally I've all the time. I've got quite the lineup of podcasts requesting my presence. I honestly feel honored to be with you tonight because you're coming off of your soccer win tonight yeah are you riding yep. high indoor soccer victory tell them what almost happened tonight <laughs> almost scored a goal he almost yeah, scored a goal would have been great but i wasn't able nice shots i wasn't able to make the game tonight to like to make it there because our kid was sick yet again um but my friends that I'm in a group chat with, like all of our husbands play together. And they started texting me like, Mary, your husband almost made a goal. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> we will hear. We will be hearing about this. But anyway, Alex almost made a goal tonight. And other than that, can you think of anything we need to mention before we talk about today's lengthy subject list? Nope. Nothing at all. I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think of anything either. Okay, let's go. Alex, the year is year 2021, year of our Lord, 2021. Who do you think the sexiest man alive is, according to People Magazine? This is brand new breaking news. It came out like an hour ago. Hmm. Keep in mind that it's not always objective. It's never objective. Yeah, it, never. It has to do with somebody who's promoting something, typically. Hmm. Was it Idris Elva last year or something like that? That was a couple years ago. Last year was Michael B. Jordan. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Who's promoting something? Kanye? You think Kanye West <laughs> I, you will said be so. the sexiest promoting man promoting something. I heard he was in the news lately. Um... 
Okay, well, it's not him. It's not him. Um, one more guess. One more quick guess. One more. Um, you you, you got to speed I, it up. I mean, I... Re- it's Paul Rudd. No. It is. No way. Yes, it is. That shocks me. I don't know why, but it does. Can you think of anyone sexier? I feel like he's finally starting to show his age. Don't you think? No. no. Well, I mean, like, obviously he doesn't look like how he did in Clueless, but... <laughs> he's always... But literally, so like, young. the same. He's aging very well. Yeah. You have high shocking. standards. Huh. High sexy standards. <laughs> how did you end up with me? Shoot. Anyway... Congratulations, Paul Rudd. I am shocked. I had anticipated that it would be Chris Evans. The fact that it wasn't already Chris Evans was shocking to me. Um, I also thought maybe Oscar Isaac, because he's been on like a lot of, like he's been on like a big promo run. Dune just came out. Is Scenes from a Marriage over yet? I, I never started watching that, but I know a lot of people are very into him. So I thought maybe he could be it. Um, but Chris Evans was pretty much my number one. I thought that maybe there was a universe where they would call Tom Holland. Um, oh, wait. Or Harry Styles. Because Harry, Harry Styles has never had it. He should have won. Nah, no way. Who's sexier than Harry Styles? I feel like many people. Name name two. <laughs> I'm not good at naming lists. So so then, like, it's not a real list. No, but I... If you feel... can't think of anybody that's better sexiness-wise than Harry... Richard like Styles, I don't know his middle name. That you mentioned. Chris Evans, Paul Rudd, all those. Okay, a minute ago you were objecting to Paul Rudd. I was because just Because he's starting to show his age. Well, I feel like you were saying, what was it, Sexiest Man Alive? Is that what it is? Guess that is what we've been talking about, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. But yeah, I thought Chris Evans would have had the advantage on that one. But you said they're promoting something. Yeah, he's going to be in that Ghostbusters movie. Oh, jeez. Um, let me paint a picture for you guys. And I know I always harp on this. I know I've never let the subject go. Subject go. Close your eyes, everybody, unless you're driving. Picture a reality where TV's biggest heartthrob of 2020 pops onto the scene in the beginning of 2020. Or actually the very end... The very end of 2020, beginning of 2021. The world is set ablaze. Everyone loves him. Roger. Why can't I think of his last name? Because I always want to say Roger John Paul, but that's not it. That's that's the Pope. <laughs> Roger John Page. That's it. I want oh, to... so that is close. It would have been him. If he would have kept on the next season of Bridgerton, which will be coming out around Christmas... We would have undoubtedly gotten him as the sexiest man alive. 100%. A thousand percent. But no, he he screwed it up. We still don't know what he said no for. Just a quick reminder. We still don't have a good reason as to why he's not in the next season. Um, And he could have been the sexiest man alive. Especially if there was a new season of Bridgerton to promote. Anyway, congratulations, Paul Rudd. I'm glad that it happened. I think it's a good choice. I was surprised by it. I um, I think it's good. Paul Rudd is a really good example to me that people can be famous without other people knowing a lot about their personal life. You know, like up until recently, Adele was my number one example of that, where people are like, oh, like the, the paparazzi, like you can't run away from them and stuff. But you didn't really know anything about Adele that much. Like, can any of you picture what her ex-husband looks like? No, right? Like, I feel like I have a vague mental picture, but I don't exactly know what he looks like. Yeah, I didn't even know she had a kid, right? Yeah, she has a son. Um, but anyway, like, she was my prime example. But I think now Paul Rudd is my prime example of, like, you could be an A-list star, and if you play your cards right, people don't have to know anything about you. I know he's married... I assume he has kids. Well, no, I know that he has kids because there's that like that meme walking like of him walking around as Weird Al on Halloween with his kid while trick or treating. 
So I know that he has children, and then that's where that's where it begins and ends. He was a weird owl once for Halloween. He had one of the best Hot Ones episodes of all time. And then that's it. And now he's the sexiest man alive. I know that about him. So anyway, congratulations to Paul Rudd. Alex, any last words on this subject? Yeah. Good for Paul Rudd. He's one of my favorite actors, I feel like. Even if he's... Even if his age is starting to catch up with yeah, him. Yeah. I feel like he... He's always... I don't know. I've always liked his characters. I always thought they were really funny. You do love the Ant-Man movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are some of my favorites. Every, hilarious. Every now and again, I catch him watching it like in its entirety. I'm like, oh, Ant-Man again? Amazing. Yeah? Yeah. All One right. My fave Marvels. What's your fave Marvel? One, two, three. Say it. I don't know. There's too many of them. There's too many to have a favorite? To have a favorite, yeah. Or to be able to throw one out on command. I'm sorry for always pressuring you here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Astro World. Obviously, it's a very big tragedy. It's very sad. I am assuming that everybody kind of knows the, at least like the, the main details. There was a masked, mass casual. Mass casualty event. Fun fact: I've been taking like these diction classes on, um, like off of YouTube. They're not classes if they're off of YouTube. I've been listening to like these diction classes on YouTube while I drive, and I've been like repeating words and trying to like learn how to speak more clearly, you know, so I could communicate better in this medium. And what they always say is, if it's worth saying then it's worth saying over again if you stumble over your words. So I keep trying to stop and then be like, oh, if I misjumbled my words for a second, I'm just going to keep repeating it until I get it right. Because if it's worth saying, then it's worth uh, boring everybody to death while I try to figure out how to pronounce words. Anyway, that was a inappropriate sidebar to a very tragic event. But there were, um, I think that the death count now is up to 11 from the Astro World Music Festival down in Houston. It was a Travis Scott show, and the crowd went wild, and they were egged on by Travis Scott, and I don't think that we needed to talk about, like, the specifics, but what I kind of want to talk about is, um, why are we focusing on the Kardashian of it all? It makes no sense to me. I, obviously, there is a tie. Alex, Alex, do you know who Travis Scott is? In relationship... I think you explained. In relationship to the Kardashian family. Yeah, you explained to me. Well, well, can you say it now? The parent of one of the... Yes. He is the father of Kylie Jenner's soon-to-be children. Oh, okay. She's uh yeah. she's pregnant with another. Um and she was there that night. Uh Kendall was there that night. And what I keep hearing is people faulting the Kardashians. And yes, their posts that night, their silence, etc., was at best not not the most tasteful, you know? But I just feel Like, there's so many other things about this whole situation that we could be, like, angry about. Because I feel like I have heard probably for every... How do I want to put this? Basically, I feel like I'm hearing as much negative Kardashian and Kardashian-adjacent, like, comments about this whole thing as I am about Travis Scott. And I'm just wondering... Like, what more, other than giving up their money and condemning the event, not really that they've condemned it, I think that they're just saying, like, we're so sorry. And I think if they come out and condemn it, then that could be, like, a admission of guilt. I was listening to a podcast earlier, and they were talking about how people are wanting so much from these celebrities, like, they want them to come out and immediately condemn and everything, but they have to be careful because of all the lawsuits that will be coming, you know, after this event and because if they say something too apologetic too apologetic it could be an admission of guilt but long story short 
why is everybody just twiddling their thumbs wondering when the Kardashians are going to speak up about it? And I mean, they have. And of course, everybody says it's not enough. But like this whole time that I've seen Kim Kardashian still hasn't said anything. It's been three days and Kim Kardashian hasn't said anything. She finally made a post. I don't think I saw any posts during that time asking for Drake to go speak up. And I would say that Drake is probably as famous as, not as Kim, but as famous at least as Kendall Jenner. And I was seeing a million more posts about when is Kendall going to speak up? But Drake didn't say anything. And Drake was on stage. Drake was performing. He was one of the people that didn't stop the show. And I mean, I don't know. Like, the whole thing is just so horrible. And long story short, I'm just trying to say, why can we not just shift our focus to the lives that were lost, the many, many, many people who were injured, making sure this never happens again, making sure that we never have to hear from Travis Scott again, because I'm I'm done with him. I'm completely done with him. I mean... I'm saying this as if I've like been a big fan. Like I'm <laughs> Travis Scott means a lot to me, but now I'm done with him. It's very How big you of me. Be done if he's never. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and just all these things have come out where like he's been warned. He's been arrested for this kind of thing before. He's encouraged somebody to like jump off of a third story balcony before at his show. And then like the most nauseating clip of all outside of the ones from the festival that night is I saw this one clip of Travis Scott. He's like in the middle of the crowd standing above everybody and somebody grabbed his shoe. And whether that person was trying to steal his shoe or was just grabbing him because it was kind of like a crowd surfing situation, Travis Scott thought that that guy was trying to steal his shoe. And in front of everybody, he says, you're a thief, you're a thief, everyone, F him up, F him up. Then he spits on him. And then he's telling this whole crowd of people who are packed very closely together to F him up and to beat him up. He's spitting on him in front of people. And this is, Kylie, this is your man? That's something that I'll hold Kylie accountable for. That That's your man? And, and then here I am doing it too, blaming Kylie as if she's the one who spat on the guy. Yes, she's supporting the guy that spat on the guy. But screw Travis Scott. Why do we want anything to do with him? Hopefully we just don't want anything to do f- with him at all. I know that we keep seeing like, oh, is he going to get dropped from Coachella Fest because he's supposed to play this year? He freaking better. He better be dropped from everything. I don't want any redemption arc really for Travis Scott. And that's a lot coming from me because normally I'm like rather quick to forgive or not. Normally I'm like, oh, I don't want to cancel anybody. Like everybody can like learn and grow. But this was a lot of behavior over and over and over and over and over and over again. You know, fanning the flames of this behavior that ended up killing a bunch of people. And then he just didn't care. And, and of course, it's debatable how much he knew was going on. But, like, there's those clips where he can see the ambulance. And we know for a fact that the Houston police chief went and talked to him before the show started and said, I'm very concerned. We've brought in more um, officers for this than we did for the World Series. And yet, we don't think that we have enough. He encouraged his fans to rush the gates if they didn't have a ticket. He needs to be held accountable. I don't know anything about the law. I don't know if that comes as a surprise to any of you. So I don't know what, like, the legal ramifications can be. I'm sure... I'm sure he'll never see his day in court other than, like, a lawsuit situation. But I hope he just pays his money... And then goes away. I, I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. And I know that I need to f- unfollow House and Habit because she is unhinged. But she has a big uh, crusade against the Kardashians. Like, she does not like them whatsoever. And she has been one of those people who have been, like, very unfair about it, Kardashian-wise. But she knows how, like, the Kardashians work with the media. And she's been pointing out all of the things that have been, like brought up to cover up, you know, the the scandal or try to like redirect attention. And it's insane. Everybody should go to the House and Habit Instagram, look at her highlights about the Astro World thing. But then like stop watching them about like a day or two after the after the event 
because then she starts to get into like conspiracy stuff and she's like it's demonic and it was the illuminati and he was summoning bad spirits that kind of stuff we don't need to spend any time on but the stuff about like somebody getting stabbed with a needle and all these like conspiracy things that like the media has been putting out that's been funneled from the kardashian camp allegedly is very interesting to see watch read etc alex do you have any thoughts Please redeem me from that scatterbrained rant that might get me in trouble. So the needle thing was fake? It's not. So I did see that in the news. It's not confirmed. Like, the police said that it had happened. But I think that it's, like, it's up to debate. But long story short, this wasn't, like, a drug-induced event. Because that's what they were trying to play it off as at first. Like, oh, there must have been, like, a big distribution of drugs. Which, of course, it's a music festival. But, like, and that's what... Cause people to die. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's not, that's not it. And not to mom shame, but why is there a ten year old dead from this show? Why was there a ten year old there? Why is there a two year old that was injured and in the hospital from the show? Who brought their two year old? Other than Kylie Jenner. How old is Stormy at this point? Three? Anyway. I I don't get it. There's so many things about it I don't get. It's horrible. It's hard to think about. I don't want to see any more videos of it. I've seen the videos. I don't need any more. But, um, you know, condolences to everyone who's lost somebody. And who's, and condolences to everybody who's, like, you know, lost their, their uh, peace of mind who's going to like go to a concert whether they were there that night or they've just been traumatized by the videos i feel like everyone is going to kind of have this in the back of their minds for a long time and it's going to change festival culture probably for the better i would say but i don't know i just don't want anyone to be to be stressed out that was a weird way to end this but that's how i'm going to anything else to add alex no do you want to listen to me now talk about the movie spencer sure I've said this a few times already on Twitter and on my Instagram story, but I saw Spencer this last weekend while I was in Utah with my besties. It is a horror movie, guys. They did not market market that movie correctly. It is a scary movie. There were moments of it where I'm not somebody who, like, suffers from anxiety or anything, so maybe, like take this with a grain of salt and I shouldn't be, you know, like comparing these feelings because who knows, but there were moments with the music where I truly felt like I was going to have like an anxiety attack. Like the the music and like the things that were happening on the screen were like so troubling because what they don't really advertise is that like they're going into her like bouts of paranoia, like Princess Diana's bouts of paranoia through her three-day stay um, over, like, Christmas break. And it was, like, her last thing that she did with Charles. And it was so creepy. It was a good movie. It was a great movie, even. I never need to see it ever again. I never want to see it ever again. I, I, it would be maybe even, like, more traumatic, but also very boring. It was, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Traumatic, scary, boring, but a great movie. There's my uh, forward forward review. Um, Kristen Stewart was very good. She's compa- like campaigning hard for that Oscar. We'll see what ends up going on with that. Who who knows? But it seems like she really wants it, and she's campaigning hard, and she probably deserves it. You know. There were times where I was watching it. I'm like, this really does look like Diana. This really, really, truly does look like Diana. But then there were other times where I was like, this is Kristen Stewart dressed up as Diana. And like, there'd be moments, I don't know how to describe it, but like, there'd be moments where she was trying to, or not trying to, she was acting, but it was like, it was capital A acting, you know? It was like, She's moving her hands and her eyes and like, like it, it was too much. It was too much. It was like over, it was camp, Diana. And it was very like, I am Kristen Stewart. 
I really like Kristen Stewart, but like I am Kristen Stewart and I am acting like Princess Diana now and I would like to, my gold statue, please. Like it was kind of like that. I don't know. Good movie. Do you need to see it? Sure. If if you're going to be invested in any part of the award season this year, you need to see Spencer. If you don't really care to, it's not, and I wouldn't even call it a Diana biopic. I would say it's a movie with a character who is Princess Diana. Everything else, and like it's characters that we're familiar with in a fake story, you know? It's not like The Crown. And I know that The Crown is like fictionalized versions of events that have happened. This was kind of even like a step further than that, I would say. I would say. Alex, do you have anything to say about the movie that you haven't seen called Spencer? Sounds interesting. What did your friends think of it? Same thing. We're, Same thing. we're unified yeah. in thought in and your spirit. Opinion. Oh, cool. Yeah. In all things. Um, <laughs> this is probably a great time, too, to um, tell everybody to go look up the pictures of Elizabeth Debicki, um, who is going to be Princess Diana in the next season, in the season after that. Or actually, it's probably just this next season um, of The Crown. It, uh... It's very convincing. She definitely looks like Princess Diana. I think that the height thing will be a factor because she's like 6'4", yeah, I think. that seems way too tall. Yeah, she's very tall. But Princess Diana was tall in real life in comparison to Prince Charles. So if they just get a taller person to play Prince Charles, and I know it's Dominic West, I think, it, it they'll, they'll be able to figure it out because she is very convincing and she very much looks like her. But it's a height that I'm kind of hung up on. But so far, the pictures of pictures have come out have been uh, really good. Guys, I just took a water break. And while I was taking a water break, Alex, Michael Arndt, just said, biopic? Is that how you say it? Not biopic? Yes, I thought Alex that Arndt, was everybody. Was. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a biopic. Biopic is like... Is what? Not a word. I was going to say it was like microscopic, but that's not a word either. So now we're both fools. Congrats. Congrats to the happy couple, which is us. Um, okay, just a couple quick things that I think everybody should look into um, and watch and consume as content. There are two things that come from uh, the publication Vogue. We know it and we love it. Um, number one is Lady Gaga did a My History of Fashion video for Vogue.com. It's on YouTube. It's about 20 minutes long and it was a delight. I watched it while doing laundry yesterday and it was amazing. And she talks about all of her outfits and she was kind of in the Gaga persona where it was like, you know how she kind of has like her, her different ways of talking and her, and her different kind of like personas and way that she emotes that she puts on, right? This was very like professional very very professional and like very um almost kind of like snobby but I still loved it it was the whole time I was like I'm watching an artist talk about her art and it was very very interesting so anyway watch that I'll link to it in my stories because I could do that now because I have the link sticker and I feel so cool Another thing you guys should all look into is Ivy Getty's wedding. Ivy Getty is a Getty heiress because we still have heiresses. Um, and she got married. Um, I think it was a couple weeks ago. She got married in a, in the San Francisco city hall. She was married by Nancy Pelosi. Governor Gavin Newsom was there, which probably wasn't a great call for him. Anya Taylor-Joy from The Queen's Gambit and from, like, everything else. She's going to be in so many things soon. Um, she was her maid of honor. Mark Ronson was the DJ of the night. She had a full-on carpet that went down all of the stairs of, of the city hall at uh, in San Francisco. And it was... There's a hundred pictures on Vogue.com of this wedding. It is the most extravagant flash of money I've ever seen in my entire life. She's 26. I'm 26. And it was so weird to look at all these pictures and go, 
oh my gosh, that's just a fellow 26-year-old just doing things different. Just doing things different. And she had very fabulous clothes. It looked, it truly looked like a succession event. Like sometimes I watch succession and it's like hard for me to grasp how much money these people have. But like she comes from billionaires. Like she is so effing rich. And her wedding was truly a reflection of that. So if you like to consume rich people content, specifically rich people wedding content, and you weren't that pleased with all of the content that we got from the um, the Gates wedding, Bill Gates's and Melinda Gates's daughter's wedding recently, might I interest you in Ivy Getty's wedding? And she also has a good Instagram presence. I only found out about who she was a couple days ago. I did not know this woman. But it's a... Uh, it's a good read. It's a good uh, a good uh, way to spend a couple minutes of consumption on the internet. Alex, do you have anything to say about Ivy Getty's wedding or Lady Gaga's history looks? Uh, no, not on those two. You don't have a single thing to say about Ivy Getty. Are you kidding me? No, I was not aware. I guess Gavin Newsom was there. Wasn't he supposed to be somewhere else or something? I don't know. I, I just mean, barely heard the other day. That could so. probably be said said about most uh, <laughs> about most people. I'd say, like, I mean, someone could say that to me, like Mary Mary Arndt, isn't she supposed to be somewhere else? And yeah, probably. <laughs> um. Anyway, congrats to the happy couple. <laughs> anyway, uh, the LACMA, the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. You might um know it from the light pole exhibit that they have outside. Where, um, like, Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman filmed in No Strings Attached, if you're familiar with that uh, classic film. They d- they're they the ones that did No Strings Attached, right? Or was that the Mila Kunis one? Have you ever seen either of these movies? Nope. Never heard of those. There, there were two movies that came out at the same time. Same probably time. in, like, 2011. Both with Ashton Kutcher? No. One oh. had Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> one had Mila Kunis, which is ironic because they're married now. Yes, they're married. The Ashton Kutcher one had Natalie Portman. The okay. Mila Kunis one had Justin Timberlake. They came out within months of each other, and they had identical plots. Oh, wow. Alex, please riff for a second while I look up the name of the Ashton Kutcher production. Yeah, is there I anything really... you can say? <laughs> There's nothing. Okay, well, no strings attached. There you okay, go. yeah. So the Ashton Kutcher one was called No Strings Attached, um, and their long story short, Lachma is where like that light pole scene is filmed. Anyway, that was a stupid, stupid tangent, <laughs> um, but we're gonna roll with it anyway. They had their art benefit over the weekend. A couple notable things happened. Number one, it was Phoebe Bridgers and Paul Meskel's red carpet debut, and it made me very sad because Paul Meskel. Decided to get, like, a weird little, like, mullet mohawk thing. Oh, no. Yeah, it was very disappointing for me. I've been advocating for Paul Meskel for a very long time. Um, My friends don't think that he's hot. I've been trying to convince him, and now I can't even... Mohawk and mullet, or mohawk slash mullet? It's a weird situation that there aren't words to describe it yet. Like, (laughs) slang hasn't brought us to that point, but it will soon. It's a weird... Sounds unfortunate mullet situation but like not only is the front like business in the front but like the sides are business in the front kind of like the sides are short so it does look like a mohawk it's very extremely odd very extremely odd um but another thing that happened that night is jeffrey bezos and his girlfriend aka a live girl if you remember those texts that got leaked from jeffrey bezos um when he was divorcing his ex-wife, um, they were at the event, and so was Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't know why I said his name so weird. I only like named my son after him. I should pronounce his name correctly. They were there, and there's the funniest clip of all time of Lauren Sanchez, Jeffrey Bezos's girlfriend, just standing there swooning over Leonardo DiCaprio. He was there. He was. Like, from what I can tell, I feel like he was trying to get away from the conversation. Like, he was, like, talking with his hands. And, like, towards the end of the conversation, he was, like, 
I'm going to go right over there. Like he was really trying to like emote and get out of it. And she looks like she's going to topple on top of him. She is standing and basically leaning into Leo while Jeffrey Bezos is just standing there with his little bald head, just looking at the whole thing going down. And it is one of my favorite clips now of all time. But then he just had to go and ruin it. Because the internet, of course, was a buzz about it. And then good old Jeff thought it was a great time to get in on the joke. And then he, like, started making memes about it. And then he, like, made this picture of him, like, on a cliff where it was, like, watch out, Leo. Like, the implication was, watch out, I could push you off this cliff. There was, like, a warning sign about falling off the cliff. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that looked pretty funny. It looked pretty funny. Can you... Or is that All you, in good fun. Is that you confirming that you've seen the meme? I'm trying to pull it up right now I, so I can I, properly... I did see the... Danger. Yeah, it says, Danger. Steve Cliff, fatal drop. And he says, Leo, come over here. I just want to show you something. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, and then he just had to link it to a barstool uh, sports gif. Like, not only did Jeffrey Bezos say, like, hey, I'm going to get in on the joke... He decided to get in on the joke with a Barstool Sports clip. It's all bad. It's really, it's truly all bad. Um, But that's all that there is about that. And really, I'm just bringing it up so I could Photoshop myself onto her face for my uh, weekly roundup when I make this, uh, the post for tomorrow's show. Anyway, congrats to the happy couple, Leo and uh, Lauren Sanchez, aka Alive Girl. Um... There was something that I wanted to do just quickly, um, which was do a, I just want to chat gift guide. I thought it would be fun and believe it or not, I have been asked two times. So really not that many times asked slash told that I should do this. So now I'm going to do it, um, with the disclaimer that I'm not like a great consumer. Alex might disagree because I, Because I'm always buying stuff. I would disagree. But I'm not buying, like, great things. I'm cheap in areas where I shouldn't be cheap. And not cheap in stupid areas. <laughs> so so I that's kind of, that. that's kind of like where I'm coming at this from. But there were a couple things that I wanted, wanted to shout out. There were a couple things that I, like, grabbed promo codes for. For my benefit and for yours. Because, you know, they're, like, affiliate codes and whatnot. But anyway... Without further ado, here's all the junk you should buy people for uh, Christmas this year. All right, guys, it is officially Wednesday, the day after um, we recorded. The day after we recorded, that sounds like a stupid way to phrase that. But anyway, we had to stop recording last night. Does anybody want to guess why? Does anybody want to guess why? It's our, our freaking kids, our freaking kids. We had to stop. Um, so now it's just me. But it's good. It's good that's just me because now I could frankly talk about something since Alex doesn't really listen to this podcast anyway. Um, what are we uh, What are we getting our men this year? I do not have any suggestions as to what to get a male this year. And for some reason, every time I get Alex a present, I don't know if it's like psychological or if I'm just a bad gift giver or what it is, but every single time I get him a present... It just, like, ends up, like, not being used. But if I'm, like, at Target or something and it's, like, not marketed as a Christmas present, then sometimes it does end up getting used. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably the fact that I'm just, like, a bad gift giver and when, like, things are spontaneous and, like, maybe they're useful. Maybe Alex is just, like, the type of guy that only wants things that are useful and, like, he doesn't want novelty items. I don't know. I've only been married to him for, like, seven years. I'll I'll figure him out someday. Anyway, long story short, I don't have any good guy suggestions. So... Let me know what you're getting your man, and uh, and I'll steal your idea. I'll steal your idea, and then I will um, play it off as my own. Watch me in a couple weeks being like, guys, I finally figured out uh, what to get Alex. Anyway, so here's just a couple ideas for a couple, you know, little random categories that that I thought of. Um, number one, uh, for like the lady slash gal pal in your life, here's like a couple things that I've been liking lately. Over the weekend, I went on a girl's trip and we had a favorite things party. I'll get to that in a minute. But we had a favorite things party and my friend Taylor, friend of the pod, um, she got me this amber perfume oil roll-on stick thing. Normally, I don't ever um, buy 
perfume for myself. I've still been riding high off of like these two Bath and Body Works body sprays that I got like eight years ago when I was a bridesmaid. Like I've still been using those. Um, but now it's time for me to be an adult. And I think my friend Taylor knew that and gave me that thing. I mean, like it, it wasn't a personal, hey, Mary, you smell bad. Here's a perfume attack from Taylor because it was a random gift. But I think she knew that this was a very good smell that will elevate anybody's life and make them feel fancy. So she got me this. It's like 17 bucks on Amazon. I'll link it later in my stories. Um, but it smells so good. It's like, I don't even know how to describe the scent because it's like an oil. It's not like a perfume. And when I first opened it up and like rubbed it on my hand, my friend was like, hey, give it a second to like melt into your skin. And then that's kind of when the smell will start coming out. And it just smells so good and subtle. And I, I just like keep picking up the smell in like random places. Like I'll open up my car and I'm like, oh, like I smell the, the thing because I've been sitting in my car seat and whatever. Anyway, long story short, if you want to look really fancy and give a fancy looking gift that's like beautifully packaged and smells really good, go buy this like cheap little cute thing on Amazon and uh, people will love you for it. And you'll have so many more friends than you did before. Um, also, I have um, discovered the joys of at-home gel nail polish this last year. My mom got it for me for last Christmas. And when she got me the kit, I was kind of like, okay... I never have time to like paint my nails anyway, so I'm not really going to use this. But my mom got me this like $30 kit. I'll link it again. But I've brought it to every girl's night. Like every time I go watch The Bachelorette or something with my friends or we had like a cabin girls night getaway thing and I brought it to the cabin and I swear that we did the gel nail polish like all night long, which maybe doesn't sound that exciting. It maybe kind of makes me and my friends sound a little lame, but it was a good time. It was a good time and the nail polish stays on for a really long time and it's a good thing I'm kind of like somebody that needs something to do with my hands. And typically that's just like, you know, like mess around on my phone. Right. But when you're with your friends and you're like watching a show, you don't want to be rude and you don't want to be like messing around on your phone. Right. So this is like a good thing to bring places to kind of have something to do socially. And then like you end up getting cute nails from it. So anyway, I would gift a at home gel nail polish kit to any of my favorite gal pals and they would love it. Um, now I want you to segue over to a favorite things gift. Um, and I'm going to mention two. Number, number one is you heard the ad in the beginning of the show, but the bloody buddy cup. I brought this to a favorite things party a couple years ago and it was definitely the crowd favorite because everybody, you know, like they're just sh sharing their, um, like their tumbler cups and like maybe I'll have like a like a so delicious gift card on the inside of the cup or like these are my favorite granola bars or like this is my favorite sunscreen and those things are all great but if you like attention like I do and you want to um provide a crowd pleasing um show-stopping present the bloody buddy cup will get it every single time I'm going to a favorite things party next week I will probably I don't know because it was the same group maybe I won't end up giving it but um because, you know, like the, I don't want to be like a one trick pony, but if it was a new favorite things party with a new group of people, I would bring this 100%. So if you're going to a favorite things party, bring the bloody buddy. And when you buy it, it comes in a pack of two with like two different, you could have two different sizes or you could have like, you know, two of the same size. So I would say order the bloody buddy cup, keep one for yourself, put the other one back in the packaging with like the nice, like carrying bag. Bring it to your favorite thanks party. Be the rock star of the night. Everyone's talking about you. Everyone's talking about how like cool and chill you are about like the fact that you have a period. And it'll be great. It'll be great. So that's my suggestion for a favorite thanks party. Also, I would want to suggest the um, Charlotte Tilbury uh, bronzer highlighter duo. The full size of it is very expensive. I think it's like $63. But the mini is a pretty good size. I think I'm going to use it for a very long time. And it was like $23 and you can get that Sephora, Ulta, whatever. Um, and I will link that too, but I was so impressed by it. I used it at a wedding. I went to a wedding a couple weeks ago for my brother 
and my um my friend Nikki had it in her makeup bag so I was like oh do you mind if I just like rummage through your makeup I put it on and it like lasted the whole night and my skin looked like nice and glowy I didn't look like a pale ghost which I typically do look like um and it's one of my new favorite things so I think I would bring that or I would bring if I was going up a price bracket to like the $40 range, I would bring the Super Goop um, Glow Screen. I wouldn't bring the Unseen Sunscreen. I don't love that one as much, but I would bring the Super Goop Glow Screen. So if you're looking for a gift that's in like the $40 to $50 range for a woman, um, I would definitely do the Glow Screen by Super Goop or this Charlotte Tilbury thing if you don't think that they would like a menstrual cup. Menstrual cup is your option number one, okay? Anyway, um, next I want to talk about the person who is hard to shop for. When I think of the person who is hard to shop for, other than, you know, my husband, as we already talked about, um, I think about, like, my mother-in-law or just, like, family members where, like, you know that you need to get them something. You don't want to waste money on a gag gift. Like, if anybody ever gives me a gag gift, I'm like thank you. Now I just have like this crap in my house, you know, and then I feel like too guilty to throw it away. So let's not gag gift in 2021. Okay. Promise me. But this year for the person who's hard to buy for, I decided to do a couple things. Um, so if you're my mother-in-law, tune out. Um, cause normally I do get like a calendar with like all my kids pictures on it and stuff. And I'll still do that, like the sentimental part of it. But this year I decided to get squatty potties for everybody that's hard to buy for in my life. Um, I was able to get two of them for $16 each on Amazon. And they're just like the basic ones. Like they're not the fancy ones. But if you have used a squatty potty, you know that it's a miracle machine. And if you haven't used a squatty potty, don't let your mind put up barriers for yourself. It's really going to help you out. And if you don't know what it is, it's just like a little thing that like you put your feet on while you poop and it helps you poop. Okay. I'm sorry that's graphic, but everybody poops, you know? Anyway, it's like, it's a good mix between gag gift and helpful. You know, it's a true 50-50 down the line. This is a funny gift, but also they will be very grateful. Kind of like poopery, you know? I don't have any poopery in my house, but every time I like go to someone's house, I'm like, oh, I should get it for myself. And I have gotten it before as gifts for the same kind of thing where it's like, I don't know what to get this person. Um, or for like a white elephant party, which again, also I hate white elephant parties with a burning passion. I don't like the whole aspect of like, you get a gift and then you have to like give it away. Like that always hurts my heart. Um, and also again with the gag gifts, never give me a gag gift. Anybody? No, please. I don't want it. If my house gets like one more stupid thing in it, it will explode. Does that make me sound spoiled? Do I sound spoiled if my house is just full of stupid things instead of a uh, quality things? Anyway, another thing for the person who's hard to shop for, listen, get your father-in-law or your mother-in-law or your cousin or whoever you randomly selected for like the holiday gift thing this year, um, for like secret Santa, get them a Tortilla Familia tortilla subscription. And yes, this one is an affiliate thing, but it's because I reached out to them after I ended up loving their, their tortillas so much. They are not like your typical store-bought tortilla. These tortillas are like thin, but yet somehow like substantial enough to really fit like a good burrito or taco situation. But like they're really thin. So like if you do watch like carbs or anything, like they're a little bit like less carbs or macros or whatever. I don't know anybody's life. But if that is something that you're mindful of, they are thin, but like they don't, lack in taste. Like, I don't know how else to describe them. They're less like floury and more like, like buttery. Is that a good way to describe a tortilla? I don't know, but they're like the Chipotle tortillas where they're like a little bit thinner. They crisp up like really, really well. Um, we had fajita night with them the other night and they're just so good. They're so good. And the ingredients on them and stuff are really good. I think that there's only like five ingredients in their tortillas. But anyway, I do have a code if you want 10% off your first pack, or if you want 15% um, off of a tortilla subscription, you could use the code WANNACHAT. Oh, and by the way, the Bloody Buddy thing, use the code WANNACHAT for that too. But right now we're talking about tortillas. We're not talking about periods. It's tortilla time. 
Use the code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your first purchase, or any purchase, I think, of any Tortilla Familia products. Or if you want to get the Tortilla subscription, which is what I got, it came with like three big packs of the like the burrito sized ones and then three packs of the taco size. I think that that's kind of how the breakdown went. Maybe it's two packs of the taco. I don't know. Long story short, they're really good and they freeze really well. You just freeze them flat and then like you'll bring them out, you'll thaw them. They refrigerate and they stay fresh. Get some dang Tortilla Familia tortillas either for yourself or for that person in your life who is uh, hard to buy for. Um, I have many of those people and they're probably all getting tortillas this year. Ha ha ha. Um, anyway, let's talk about children. The other day I was in the, let me back up first on the same day that I'm about to mention. I was at the park with my friends and my dear friend Maggie was talking about how she has not been able to find a Gabby dollhouse dollhouse thing. That's like the it toy this year. And she's been on the hunt for a long time. She hasn't been able to find it. And then, so I had that on my mind. And then I went over to Target to go pick up like a Target pickup order. And I look over, I'll have to share the the picture later on my story. I look over, some a-hole is getting six of them delivered to their car. So I called my friend Maggie real quick on FaceTime and I'm like, Maggie, look at this. Look at this. Garbage. This guy's getting six of these things. And also I like, I can't confirm that they were the Gabby dollhouses, but they looked just like the packaging. Like since I like Googled my, my kids don't really watch that show yet. So I'm not too familiar with Gabby or her dollhouse, but Maggie said that they were, that those were the toys. Anyway, I'll share the picture later, but it was insane. Luckily, I don't think that my kids want any of like the hard to get toys and I've done most of their shopping so far. I went on lakeshorelearning.com and because my friend Caitlin told me to and I got some really good gifts for them on there. Like I got like the rocket ship thing. I got the like the Knight's Castle one. Basically, I just need toys that will keep them busy and out of my hair so then I could work and like record my stupid podcast. Um, so... If you're looking for some like busy toys, I would recommend going to lakeshorelearning.com and like getting a couple of like their, their cute educational toys. And they're not, it's not like counting toys or it's like action figures and dolls and stuff. But in theory, they're supposed to be like learning through imaginative play and whatnot. Anyway, um, I also stole this idea from my friend Jolie. She did this a couple years ago for her kids. My kids are really into music right now and Every time they want music, they have to, like, use a screen. And goodness knows my kids get a lot of screen time. I'm not, like, anti-screen time, really, in any way, shape, or form. But I would like them to have the freedom to listen to music kind of wherever they want and not have to be, like, standing in front of the TV using the Roku or whatever to play their music. So I got them some cheap uh, cassette players from Amazon. Got them some cute headphones. Got them, like, little blank cassette tapes. And I'm just going to record a couple of songs on there for them. So then they could like walk around, they have their headphones and they could just listen to their music. They're really into kids bop right now. Leo is really into Blippi. Piper loves Katy Perry and Tater, Tater Swift, Tater Swift, um, Taylor Swift. Hopefully she becomes a, a true Swifty after the Red re-release next week. Um, but, or this week, in a couple days, in like two days, tomorrow at 9 p.m. actually. Anyway, so that's just a cute little idea. If you're looking for something to, I don't know, minimize screen time even just a little bit. Again, screen time doesn't really matter, I don't think. But I just want them to be able to listen to music like in their room or like wherever else the heck they want to. I don't know. It was a cute idea and I stole it from my friend and now I'm telling all of you to do it. Um, I also did get a code for the Gab Wireless phones and watches. I know that like my kids are kind of like a little, uh, a little young to really use any Gab products. I think that there's like a new product on the horizon for like little, little kids that they're coming out with. And I think that there will be more information about it next week. And when I keep saying, I think I mean, I know. So keep, keep an eye on that space. But if your kid is looking for like a smartwatch, um, but you don't want them to, you know, have like access to the whole internet. Same with their phones. A Gab wireless phone, I think, is a really good solution to that problem. 
I was in fourth grade when I got my first cell phone and I was in, let's just say seventh grade when I got my first smartphone. And I think about the fact that I had access to those things and it literally makes me want to puke because I know that I did not use my, my devices for good. I was always chatting with some rando that I met in like a AIM chat room or something or like some other kind of chat room. I was always talking to some rando and like they were definitely adults. You know, it's definitely creepy. I think about it all the time and I'm like, who the heck? And I mean, it was my mom and people didn't really know about the dangers back then, back in the day. Um, so I, I do not fault my mother at all. She was just, you know, trying to keep me plugged in with the world. But I think about the fact that I was able to just be like, oh, hey, I want some validation. I'll just go chat with some old men, you know, and that uh, makes me want to vomit, makes me want to vomit. And I'm so lucky that like nothing bad ever happened to me. But the fact is, it's there and you do have the, the opportunity as a parent to, like, I mean, like you can't keep your kids in a bubble, you know, because like socially, social media and phones and everything are so important, important. But I really do like the Gab devices because they, uh, they help you limit and uh, kind of not control, but, you know, Set up boundaries in places uh, until you feel more comfortable bringing those boundaries down, you know? So if you're looking for something like that, again, I do have a code and it takes 50% off of your Gab device. You can get a smartwatch or a smartphone for 50% off using the code WANNACHAT. And I don't know. They have like a lot of cute cases and like things like that. I feel like this sounds like super salesy, especially because like I don't have children that use this. All I have is like a sob story about how I talk to gross dudes on AIM, but I'm just throwing the code out there if you want it. And also like there's other codes out there too. So if you want, if you have another favorite influencer, go use their code. It's not completely selfish of me. Um, the last category that I want to talk about is the teen girl in your life. I don't feel as much pressure in my life the most pressure I feel, I should phrase it that way. There's nothing like the pressure. That's how I should have phrased it, phrased it. There's nothing like the pressure of like trying to find a cool, hip and trendy gift for a teenager in your life. You want to be cool. You don't want to be like chuggy. You don't want to be embarrassing. You don't want to um, spend a bunch of money and like get them like a Polaroid camera or something. Because that's always like the first one that comes to my mind. I'm like, okay, if somebody asks me, oh, like what should I get like my teen? I just go like, oh, get them like a Polaroid camera if you have like 50 bucks to burn. You know, they'll always love that. Even if they already have one, they wouldn't scoff at another one. The film is always good to have and they love those kind of things. But what I've been giving teens in my life lately, I used to work with like the teens at my church um, and like when they would have a birthday or something, I would get them a sticker pack on Amazon of like their favorite person. You can go on Amazon and you can always search up like Tom Holland stickers, Harry Styles stickers, Taylor Swift stickers. Avengers stickers, like whatever they kind of like, like there was like a million BTS options. Like I had a girl that like really loved BTS and there are so many gifts on Amazon. I know it's better to go on Etsy and to support like the small businesses and everything like that. If you have time and you're able to pre-plan, then definitely go on Etsy and try to find like some like independent small creators who are making this kind of cute stuff. But if you are in a time crunch, like I always am, go on Prime, pray that they can get it to you in two days and just search Harry Styles stickers. And there's a bunch of different options for sticker packs. And if you really want to beef up the gift, get them like a Hydro Flask or get them like a cool tumbler or something. So then they can put the stickers on it, etc. And then they'll look so cool in front of their friends and peers. Anyway, um, is there anything else that I should talk about here? What do I want for Christmas? Grown up crap. I've been on the hunt for a deep freezer. Right now I'm in negotiations with somebody on Facebook Marketplace. And I think it might work out in my favor. I think I might end up getting this deep freezer. Um, I want like a little knife set or something. And really just a cold hard cash, I think. So um, that's what I'm telling Alex. Not that like Alex has to give me money because we're married and we share our money. But we're going on a trip in April. So I'm just saying any, we both kind of like made the agreement, any Christmas big funds, just, just put it that way, you know, put it to our trip in April because we're going to Forks, baby. We're going to Forks, Washington. Not, we're not going only for Forks, but you know, it's a, 
it's a big contributing factor for sure. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. It was definitely all over the place and I definitely probably annoyed a lot of people and probably put my foot in my mouth trillions of times. Um, if any episode is going to get me canceled, it will be this one. So I will see you on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flippity flip. See you next week with an episode that is hopefully on time. Love you all. Follow us on TikTok at, at I Just Want to Chat Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at I Just Want to Chat Podcast. Join our Facebook group, I Just Want to Chat Podcast. Buy our crap using our affiliate codes. Bloody Buddy Cups. Want to chat is the code. Gab Wireless. Want to chat is the code. Tortilla Familia. Want to chat is the code. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's about it. So I love you all. And I'll see you next week. All right, bye.